Hello, we are the Ishtar Collective, a website dedicated to categorizing the law of destiny. You can find us online at www.ishtar-collective.net and on Twitter at IshtarCall. So let's get started. I'm Baxter, the founder of the Ishtar Collective. I'm Purple Chimera, the lead archivist at the Ishtar Collective, and I have my five-month-old here, so you might hear her over the mic. <laughs> Um, and today we're going to be talking about the ongoing transmission crisis. Um, so, at the moment, we're kind of we're part way through this uh, this this crisis. There are guardians that are being infected by what seems to be a virus, but at the moment, it doesn't seem to have any negative effects. All the guardians seem to be pretty happy with them, and everyone wants to catch all of them. There are five. Right, five. Yeah. Brilliance three point two, glory two point one, splendor two point six, magnificent two point zero, and fortitude three point one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So as as the the virus has spread, um, we've gained greater access into a set of records that give us some insight into into what's going on. So for the most part, the, the crisis is being managed by a group known as Owl Sector. The Owl Sector seem to be a group of civilians that work in conjunction with the Vanguard, possibly. Hmm. Um, specifically, Ikora Ray. They talk a lot about, about the hidden and getting information from the hidden. And almost all of their debriefs are to Ikora. Which I find interesting because in the rest of the game, any debriefs that are sent to the Vanguard are usually addressed to Zavala. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, yeah, it's strange. But it does also seem as though there is an existing relationship between Ikora and one of the members of the Owl Sector, Shun. Yes. <laughs> we don't really know the nature of their relationship. They are obviously were close at one point since Shun has a nickname for Ikora, which she doesn't seem to be too happy about. <laughs> this is what we know so far about the Owl Sector. Um, there appear to be at least four members. We think that they're all civilians. Um, one of them is Shun, who, as we mentioned, seems to have some existing relationship with Ikora. Uh, one of them is Quist. Another one is Burial, who um, seems to be uh, the one who's chosen to go to, to Mars to investigate the um, computer um, in the Clovis Bray facility. And the other one is Ramos, we think. Yeah, so who, as far as the qualifications of these people, we've never heard of them before now. So we don't know, you know, if they're scientists or if they're researchers or, you know, like what the, the nature of, of mm -hmm. their work, normal work is. Obviously, now they're investigating this yeah. breakout. Yeah. Are they doctors? Are they researchers? Are they historians? You know, are 
are the reason they're called in because they've been studying the this outbreak that's being talked about um, that happened at during Clo at Clovis Bray. Well, yeah, I mean, it certainly seems like they've dealt with situations like this before in the past. They talk about uh, Quist talks about an event called Dawn Calamity. Um, they they talk briefly about how difficult it is to quarantine guardians, um, which means they've obviously quarantined guardians before. In um, in Fortitude 3.1, the first entry from Quist um, says, current assignment is to quarantine and monitor the group of guardians carrying overrides, care for any casualties, and so on. Easy peasy, no off-world missions, and a dozen guardians with flickering vision. My kind of job. Sorry, Sean, what was that? Make that 200 then. Manageable. Or a thousand. Or ten thousand. Oh, traveller. Um, so, you know, I, it, it does, it does seem as though the way that, the way that that's phrased, Quist has obviously done this, this kind of thing before. Yeah, whether, yeah, yes, I agree. Um, as far as their relationship, and now we're kind of jumping around here, but this is kind of how the past few days have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the first, is it the first one? Yes, the first one of uh, Brilliance 3.2, um, Burial says that everyone, you know, he confirms, he, she confirms that everyone's doing great. The guardians are happy. At least that's what they're yelling over the comms is happy shouting a medical issue. He says, um, do we take this to the Vanguard? And then Quinn says, Quinn? Quist. Did I totally? Quist. <laughs> Combine two names. Um, Ikora first. The hidden might know something. Mm -hmm. So that's, I, kind of wrap back around to to their contact usually zavala is the vanguard contact for other people we know yeah yeah so let's just talk a little bit about the the order of events as we can kind of understand them so far um so it seems like initially it's the owl sector that get involved and then they send their report to the vanguard well, to Ikora. To Ikora, yes, you're right. Um, equally, while that's going on, Burial is sent to Mars to uh, the Dust Palace to investigate the to the the source of the um, of the infection, the transmission, I should say. Yes, and um, finds some rather interesting uh, protocols going on or that had happened at Clovis Bray there, which is under, now I can't find them. There's, there's a, they're scattered around a little bit. Uh, there's one under Brilliance, there's one under Glory. Um, there's a couple under Splendor. Um, and there's a couple under Magnificence. There's three under Magnificence actually. So, um, Burial is sent to um, the Dust Palace to investigate the source of the transmission. And uh, she uncovers a bunch of, um, I guess you would call them uh, records, a bunch of journal entries, I suppose, 
from Dr. Shirazi, who um, who used to work for 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 Willa Bray. They sound a similar. They have a similar feel to me as the um, records from Dr. Shim's group and and studying the vex. They're like yeah record, you know, like uh, research records. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They definitely have a similar a similar feel. So, um, should we go through them? Sure. So yeah, at, at the moment we don't have all of them, but um, he, here are the ones that that we that we do have. Um, so entry one point one. Should I read every word, or should I just summarize it? Um, I would just summarize it because they can read them. Yeah. Yeah. On the internet. Yeah, you can go to the Ishtar to... Collective and read the reports there. Um, in fact, you know, maybe we should should we have these as separate entries? That I don't know. I don't know if it would be... You're going to have to jump around a lot in order to read these in sequential order. I th I think our best choice is going to be maybe to wait until we have all of them and then figure out the best way to arrange them. It's kind of like having a, doing a puzzle before you have all the pieces. Mm, that's my favorite way to do a puzzle. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's fun, but also can be frustrating. Yeah. You have to keep rearranging them. This is the world of destiny law. <laughs> um, doing puzzle without all the pieces yeah um okay so the first entry from dr shirazi um is basically she's very grateful to be working with clover spray Um she's she's spent i'm saying she i don't know if it's a he or a she i just presumed she we have no idea i'm going to i'm going to presume she for the duration of this reading uh uh, Dr. Shir female until proved um, until proven otherwise. Until proven male, yes. Um, so uh, Dr. Shirazi is very pleased to be working with uh, Clovis Bray. Specifically, she seems to be working with Willa Bray, who is a member of the Bray family. The first record talks about patient A, Susan, who is a very enthusiastic patient, and she was injected with Magnificent 2.0, and. Dr. Shirazi says that her vital signs are strong, but she complains of phantom insects. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I, I don't know if we mentioned this, but I thought I'd go ahead and say to clarify that these records are from the Golden Age, so that all these people are regular people. They are not guardians. Yeah. Well put. So the second entry is... Um, uh, so reads, regrettably, patient B entered a coma minutes after injection with Brilliance 3.2. Vital signs remain normal. Homeostasis preserved. While cause for concern, I do not think it necessary to table this study and will proceed. Which is, uh, it's interesting. I mean, that, it, you know, that implies either that this particular study um, is kind of unethical or that um going into a coma is is maybe an expected symptom of being injected with brilliance 3.2 well i i think that what they are doing is unethical but not because of this entry okay <laughs> um do you want to <laughs> well the the thing about it is you know we don't know 
we just have these records. We don't know why they like. We don't know what these <laughs> think. Sorry. Um, yeah, no. It's it's okay. Everyone will be okay. I promise. Um, like brilliance three point two. We don't know what it is. We don't know if it's if if Doctor Shirazi knows what it is. You know, is it a virus? Is it a uh, is it supposed to be like super soldier serum? Like we don't know what what they they think that it is they're injecting these people with. Hmm. They could it could be that they had no idea um, that this patient B was going that that a coma was a risk, right? That could be a completely unexpected outcome just based on this entry alone. On the other entries, I think it, it becomes clear that they're not doing exactly ethical things mm -hmm. like the next one um, which says that p patient E who is given the name Jun um, is uncooperative and is quoted as saying you're running prototypes in parallel because it's cheaper and faster no ethics board on earth would approve but I don't have a choice I'm neck deep in debt to Clovis Bray so then it kind of comes out that Clovis Bray is doing some kind of experiment and they need um, subjects, patients, and so they're, they're using people to, that are indebted to Clovis Bray for some reason, mm -hmm. which is not exactly ethical, as he says. So the interesting thing about that um, record is that when Shun provides that to Ikora, um, Shun says this kind of coercion isn't a known Clovis Bray practice and Ikora says not in the books you read perhaps and then Shun asks but it's in the record and Ikora Ray confirms yes it's in the record so yeah, that that seems to give us some confidence that at least Akora believes that Clovis Bray did engage in some pretty uh, questionable practices. Right, and it also um, brings up a, a hundred questions, which we can go into later, mm -hmm. uh, um, about who has what information. If if we're assuming that these um, that the owl sector are civilians. They probably live in the city. What does the city think Clovis Bray was, mm -hmm. you know, as a company and, and what they did versus the truth? How much truth does Ikora and Hidden and may, perhaps even the entire tower know mm -hmm. that, the that the city doesn't? Yeah. So many questions. Okay. So many questions. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the next entry um, is uh, 2.1. So we go back to patient A. Patient A remains healthy and cheerful despite a low buzzing in her ear. She is referred to the phantom insect so frequently and with such confidence that I'm starting to imagine them. Blue, darting things. There's a word for this phenomenon where the patient's reality becomes the researcher's, but I do not remember it. We did tag this variant with the blue colour... Sorry, my, my enunciation's terrible. Yeah. We did tag this variant with a blue colorant for our own scans, but
but the patient should not have known. I will call it coincidence. And this kind of hints that the experiment is getting out of the control of the... It, it, it's, it's, it's kind of beyond the expectations of the, uh, of the researchers carrying out the research. Yeah, and it seems so far... Well, so far we've had magnificence and brilliance to have... We know what the reactions mm -hmm. are. Jun was injected with glory, but he we don't know what his reaction to that injection was. But Magnificent seems to have a nice effect. She's she's very happy. Mm -hmm. Brilliance not as much. <laughs> but it this sounds a lot this description sounds a lot like the what happens to our guardians having those yeah. Little dots or mites or whatever we're yes, calling yeah. them. So, um, do, you, do you want to read the next one? Sure. Um, this is 2.3. So we're missing 2.2. Yeah. Patient C reports yellow artifacts on the edge of her vision, but remains excited about the potential of this project. She argued for taking strength and intelligence tests three times a day rather than daily. I saw no harm in this. There were clear improvements in her performance six hours after injection, in line with the results from other conscious patients. So it seems like not everyone has the same reaction. Yeah. This innovative therapy holds great promise for our colonization program. We can cut years off the construction timetable of a city. Oh, sorry. Let me keep reading. We, we can reduce the decompression and adjustment period of new colonists. This is a world-changing study, and I'm glad to have such a motivated subject. I wonder, this just occurred to me as I was reading this, <laughs> do you think that these are some of the things that caused the human lifespan to triple at the beginning of the Golden Age? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good question. Um, yeah, possibly. So I think I think this is it's really good that the next at the moment the the next entry that we have follows on quite well. Um so this is um entry 3.1 and again we're talking about patient A uh Susan who was um ejected with the um magnificence 2.0 and uh, Dr Shirazi says I can see them now blue bead-like or bee-like particles swimming around patient A's head. I wonder what took me so long. This effect was not intentional. We directed the nanoparticles to strengthen the subject's immune system, reinforce skeletons, exoskeletons, joints and musculature, and accelerate synapse and logic board signaling. They should all have been invisible and internal. What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know, Dr. Shirazi. I don't know what it means. She is, seems to be as confused as we are. Yeah, so we go jumping. The next entry, 3.2, jumps back to patient B, who is the one who fell into a coma right away. Vital signs are good. Green particles appear to be accumulating on his lips and nostrils. I have not observed other... I have not observed similar consequences for other patients, and I'm wondering if this was an idiosyncratic reaction. I don't know. Hmm. See, now I'm 
the more I'm reading over this again, I'm thinking that this is what's expanding human life. I'd, I'm not so sure about that because really? the thing is, um, so f for one thing, we're, we're kind of, we're told, although it, we don't know it's true, but we're told that it was the traveler that directly affected those things. Maybe it's not the case. Maybe maybe the traveler, in, you know, came along, terraformed Mars, increased everybody's intelligence, and it was those intelligent people that tripled human lifespan. But the other thing is, this virus, or, well, I keep on saying virus, this um, experiment seems to be getting out of hand. And my suspicion is that... You know, we, we, don't, we aren't told of the golden age where everybody had magical, colourful mites floating around their head. Uh, I feel like this is something that, that is... That is that has kind of the researchers have lost control of this experiment. That that's that's how I feel, um, and it actually reminds me a little bit of the 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 device in um, in the 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 chasm entries. You know, I it it feels a little bit like how Maya came to 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 venerate the 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 machine that they were working on. I almost feel as though Doctor Shirazi is kind of in awe of the effects of the, the the work that she's doing rather than taking a kind of a dispassionate uh, scientific view to it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Okay, so the final entry that we have so far is um 3.3. And I think this is this is this is a really interesting one, um, and I, since it's short, I'll just read it all. Patient C insists that I call her Kit. She says she has been fighting all her life for an advantage and finally has it, and she's not about to let it go. She has broken several pieces of equipment in exhilaration, in addition to a large quantity of glassware. Let me at him, she said. Give me something to fight. I really get the feeling that these patients are going to turn into something that we already know, hmm. that we've already been introduced to. I just don't have any clue what it would be. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why I get that feeling. That's just my instinct feeling. Yeah. That would be really cool. I hope that does happen. I hope uh, there's some connection to stuff that we already know. Um, hmm. So we've gone through all of the entries. Um, should we just talk a little bit about what's happening um, in the kind of the present day? Sure. So, um, yeah, we, we, we know that the, as I, as I mentioned before, the owl sector have kind of started dealing with this. Burial has been sent to the Dust Palace to investigate the Clovis Bray research facility there. Um, she sent back this collection of entries. Um, meanwhile, uh, Quist... Wait, was it Quist? Sorry. Meanwhile, uh, Shun has reported to Akora that something's going on. Um, 
Initially, there was a plan to try and quarantine Guardians, but that failed because the Guardians actually weren't sick. They were they were quite happy about the situation that they were in, and they didn't especially want to be quarantined. As a as a compromise, um, the Al Sector team and the Vanguard have quarantined the city, so Guardians are no longer able to enter the city, and actually. Um, even civilians who are based in the tower are no longer allowed to enter the city. So that's um, pretty much everything that we have so far. One thing that we do also know is that um, Saladin doesn't seem to be uh, very happy about the situation. Um, in Splendor 2.6, in the records of the Vanguard, OS 16.5, sorry, in Splendor 2.6, records of the Vanda, OS I 6.5, um, Ikora notices that Saladin stormed out and Zavala says that he, he, he wanted to know what the might was. It does seem that there's some sort of foreshadowing there for the relationship between the, the transmission event and um, the the SIVA virus. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much everything we have so far. We'll probably record a more relevant recording uh, as we get more information. So cool. Thanks very much. I'm Baxter. And I'm Purple Chimera. And uh, as always, you can find us at www.ishtar-collective.net or on Twitter at Ishtar Call.